Hi, everyone from Twitter and also our normal listeners. Uh, I hope you are, are here to discuss the absolute madness of the past few weeks. And if you're joining us for the first time, welcome to Pit Pod. We are a podcast born out of the love of shit talking The Bachelor. Uh, and we hope that you enjoy. What did everyone think? I hate it here. <laughs> I hate it here. I'm so... I'm a fo- like, I wasted precious moments of my life kind of going to bat for Clayton last episode. This man! <laughs> I hate him so much. I've never seen so many... I've never seen someone make so many wrong decisions in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just happy that no one could hear the voice memos I sent to Lauren um, after these two episodes have now aired. Um, Clayton, you suck. I mean, I want to hear the voice memo. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm the Tyra Tyra meme. We were rooting for you! Yeah. I, I basically he... was just like, what if he's just fucking horny? Like, yeah. you can't just say that on TV. And now I'm just like, fuck that guy. Actually, you can. Um, there's this show called Are You the One? And I finished it today. And literally all they did in the last episode was talk about how corny they were. They made a reality show that is literally just, we're going to make you all feel really horny about all you attractive singles, but you can't do anything. Isn't that too hot to handle? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I would say, like, at the beginning of last episode, I was like, you know what? Because for some strange reason that I'm not going to justify, it's just a um, impairment that I have. I really wanted Rachel and Clayton to end up together. I just thought they had the most chemistry. I could really see a feature with them. So at the end of last episode, I'm like, okay, even though Rachel deserves way better, maybe by some miracle, Clayton can make it up to her and Clayton can be with Rachel. Okay, but, like, here's the thing. I understand where you're coming from because through this edit throughout the season, they had the most chemistry. Mm -hmm. And maybe if he groveled a lot, I could have seen it. Yeah, because Rachel's told his parents that she's like, yeah, I would still accept a proposal. Like, he'd have a lot of making up to do and, like, trust building. But, like, he could have made it with Rachel, I'm convinced, because she was so in love with him. But no, he completely, um, he's, what do I, he just complete. he screwed the pooch, actually, is what he did. Truly. And became obsessed with what he can't have, Susie. Absolutely just brutally dumps these women in a way I've never seen before on The Bachelor. Have you seen a more brutal breakup on The Bachelor? Uh, Ari and Becca. Becca. I was going to say maybe that. (laughs) This is like double. This is like if there were two Beckas. I mean, but he didn't already choose and propose to And then spend weekends with. Oh, that's true. That's true. Good point. Good point. Yeah, I, this was probably on the level of the Becca breakup. The, Brecca, the Becca and Ari breakup for me. I would like to know what it is about this show that it's so insane that twice now there have been long-lasting couples that are born out of actually, I pick this one. And we're still somehow shook at this. Like, why is this show absolutely insane? And, like, 
you all know at the beginning of the season I told you this shit is boring. I only am here for the drama. I I don't know that I was here for the drama. I was not here for this drama. This was I hmm. I'm just gonna keep ranting. We have to start recapping because I just like oh I was so sad for these two amazing women. I was astounded. I was so happy for them because it's such an easy way out of this fucking relationship. Easy. I want to say easy. Like, yeah, they got out. You're like, thank Sorry. God they got out, but not easy, I would say. I just, I'm so glad they didn't have to endure the Clayton yelling. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah, at least, at least Clayton, like, didn't tell them that they were, like, dead to him. He didn't wake Jesse up in the middle of the night. <laughs> at least he didn't have to wake Jesse up. Yeah. Wasn't that pressing. So... Oh my gosh. So from the top of the episode, they kind of pan through the audience and there are lots of Bachelor Nation in the audience. Who did you guys see? I saw Serene and her brother. Marissa. Demi. Shanae. Natasha. Demi. Trish Deandra. from Jesse's season. Oh my god, yes. Talk about that. Who is Trish? I'm sorry, I don't actually know. Uh, she was the villain on his season, right? Yeah. He, uh, he like eliminated her and then she, like, came back and tried to interrupt a fantasy suite. <laughs> yeah, and she's sitting next to Shanae, which is just freaking funny. Okay, so the first episode, how does it how does it begin? So we start off in a church. Oh, my there God. There is a lot of atmospheric filming. There's a lot of B-roll. There's a lot of creepy culty choir music uh, but it turns out, yeah, um i would i would music. like to dispute uh, as a choral singer and composer uh that this is a good representation for us it's not give us something better than eric goddamned whitaker because we've had him shoved down our throats the last 20 goddamn years and i don't want any more Dude, my choir teacher what? is obsessed with eric whitaker I literally probably I've never sung any Eric Whitaker in my life, and I'm looking to keep it that way. Oh my god, I sing so much. Anyway, I completely well, really know what you're talking He's a boss. about. Yes, yes, Allie. Don't even get into Allie's thoughts on Eric on Eric Whitaker. It'll take way Obviously. too long. We'll we'll be here for longer than the Bachelor yeah. itself. Exactly. Yeah. So we start off with the choir singing and you think maybe uh the sound designer has just inputted this music but no we cut to actual choir singers and clayton sitting in the pews that's what they're called right yes alone by himself begging for forgiveness from the lord he will never receive it he is doomed (laughs) and he's like i'm so broken he's like i'm so broken And I have to be super honest with these women because Susie felt like she was blindsided. And if this is a deal breaker for the other two women, then they really need to know now as if he's going to continue pursuing this these women. This man literally was like, I have to tell them so that I don't end up alone. And I should tell them together to soften the blow. And this is his idea. He did say on Bachelor Happy Hour that he did it together so that they could have each other oh that sounds bullshit that sounds like it was just easier for him to not have to do it twice yeah i'm not gonna lie they definitely made him do it at the same time because he couldn't see the women otherwise 
I just like so they could have each other they didn't even talk to each other they went their separate ways and cried to their producers they literally didn't even it was each a other. thousand percent because they wouldn't let him do it in a knock knock yeah this was this is ridiculous anyway gabby's dress saves this entire episode oh my Allie, god oh my god tell us at gabby's dress tell us i about just want to say that gabby's dress distracted me from the phrase rose ceremony from hell which i heard 17 times <laughs> enough Oh my god. Gabby is killing it in a gorgeous orange gown. It is like glued to her body. It is iconic. It is silky. Yeah. I would not have any trouble writing a description of it for my website. It was incredible. But also, I mean, I'm just going to go off on the fashion in this little section now. Rachel's dress, also killing it. Available in white if you want it as a wedding dress. Although yeah. I imagine the... Uh, Bad omens would be a lot. Not gonna yeah. lie, could not even tell you what Rachel was wearing because I was staring at Gabby the entire time. Fair. Couldn't even tell no. you what color. It was black like a dress. That's all I know. Ooh, it was like a high collar, which are incredibly uncomfortable. So I was which like, she, oh, this just sucks on all fronts. Yeah, she later has to like undo the collar because she like can't breathe. She's crying so hard. Yeah, it's which fucked up. Is, yeah. Uh, <laughs> And Clayton was wearing the ugliest jacket I've ever seen when oh he God, comes this in. Plaid jacket. Oh it was like so some s- weird ass plaid jacket. And I really wanted to know why his jacket was somehow the craziest part of the entire thing. It was, it was an assault like, to the eyeballs. It was like the Umbrella Academy. And then, you know, so he arrives. From memory, you guys, because I was too angry to take notes. Clayton's like, Okay, so as you can see, someone's not here. It's Susie. And she left. And basically, I'm devastated. And she left because she said, if I had slept with any of you or told any of you I loved you, then she couldn't move forward. So in case that's a deal breaker for either of you, I love both of you. I I love both of you. I fucked both of you. And if you don't want to be here anymore, then I understand. (laughs) And the women are like, well, that's pretty fucked up. They don't say anything. They kind of look over to the producers are like, and, and are like, can we take a minute? I think we just need a minute. Rachel walks down the stairs. Gabby walks around the corner. They start sobbing. And as many people pointed out, the closed captions say, cries echoing. At first, I thought they added this in post. I thought they added the cries in post. But then we later hear Clayton, when he's talking to Jesse, Jesse comes up and visits Clayton. He's like, how you doing, bruh? Clayton's like, oh, I just hate hearing the crying. And then we get this quick shot of where we think Gabby's going to come and talk to him, but she just walks right past him. Someone made a good point that she's probably just going to the bathroom. I think that might have been core. <laughs> like, like, actually, the bathroom's on the other side of the room, so I just need to go there. And then Gabby's the first one that talks to Clayton. Do y'all remember what she said? Fuck you, bitch. Yep. Yeah, so Gabby's like, just explain what happened, please. And Clayton does, and he leaves out all of the things that would make her say, no, I don't want to be mm-hmm. here anymore. Um, Conveniently. Yeah, and then drops the whoever I pick I love the most line. This man, it's coming out of his mouth. It doesn't seem to be freaking bitten. And he just, like, digs himself a grave of, look, again, when we were talking about him giving somebody the ick on purpose, 
I'm not saying he's doing it again, but he's doing it again. Oh, no. He cannot be doing it again because, like, why Why would you do that to her? Because he wants Susie. No, but he's trying to convince them to stay. Because he thinks he has to, like, continue this fucking show. What that's, happens? That's his problem. Well, Murph was like, oh, maybe he's trying to give Susie the ick. And I said, but he's trying to convince them to stay. So he wouldn't want them to have the ick. He tries to convince her to stay. You mean Gabby? Yeah, what I say. Susie. Oops. Yeah. Anyway. I, mean, I don't know. Honestly, this is just like, it's just like so fucked up. And I just, I don't know. At the same time. Worked, he gave her the ick. Yeah. About yeah, the same true. time. I was just like, you said you would like respect decisions and then you go out and then beg. Yes. Yes. That so, too. Like, so are we really respecting women's decisions or are we going and then begging and trying to convince oh and gabby i hate to like jump so far later in the episode i'm just assuming you're not listening this to this for like an actual recap you know what happens sorry if you don't anyway so next episode gabby's like when it was my decision you had a problem with it and try to convince me to stay but now that it's your decision you're completely Mm -hmm. fine with me leaving and i'm like girl yes bitch preach oh she just fucking nailed it so anyway He's talking to Gabby and she's like, Yeah, this is fucked up. He Gabby starts talking to Rachel. It's so heartbreaking. Rachel is just like so obviously in love with him. I mm, hate I hate him. Um, and so she's just like, I'm just so in love with you, and blah 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 blah. And he's like, It could still be us at the end of this. And I'm like, I hate you so much. It can't be her at the end of this. You're gonna leave her. Oh my god. I just I'm so angry that he convinced them to stay only to dump them like two days later. Oh, I'm so angry at him. I'm so angry at him. I just love that he basically was like, my family's here. Can you just like suck it up for a day? God, to make them meet his parents. I think it's, oh. it was great for them to stay though. I mean, if we're thinking like gore game statistics here, I mean, we're gaining yeah, followers. They got yeah. more screen time for sure. Especially in that fucking dress, man. I'll stare at Gabby any day. Yeah, I, mean, I just feel like, ironically enough, possible. they were both for TRR. Probably Gabby less so because she had some training and all. But it was just something about this really triggered my. Oh my god, are they actually here for genuine reasons? Yeah, I think if given the choice, Rachel, like if you were, if you told her like you can be with Clayton or you can be the Bachelorette, I think she would have chosen to be with Clayton. Yeah, I don't think even if she had to choose between Clayton and followers, I think she would choose Clayton. Like I really do. Like I was so convinced by their love. I was so convinced. Well, I guess her love. Yes, exactly. It's also clear that uh, Clayton has a an anxious attachment style. (laughs) <laughs> some of us aren't trash though yeah I mean Allie. some of us are not trash some of us can have trash like behaviors but not all of us are trash yes Um, but like I seriously think that's what was happening he's like it's like oh fuck Susie's leaving well fuck her you can go oh no no come back and then the people who are right in front of you you want them to fight for you so then you fight for them and then they fight back, but then you could be like, huzzah! Fuck you! And then you I get just... to win. It seemed to me that Clayton's focus was on winning and things. 
and like have everything be a perfect storybook ending and obviously that went to shit immediately and it's just like uh, these conversations he had no remorse behind those eyeballs like these women are like crying he made rachel cry off a fingernail if he was feeling sorry for anyone it was only for himself like he's like i am the victim and like maybe you can continue on this journey with me and help heal my heart. He was like, in my contract, there's a clause that says I have to end up with someone, um, or they don't pay me. Pay me. <laughs> also, my girl literally cried off a fingernail. Oh my god. It was the middle finger though, so I like to pretend that she lost it flipping him off. Yeah, I, let's just go with that. So he talks to Gabby, he talks to Rachel, he, they put them at the rose ceremony, he calls Rachel's name, Rachel accepts the rose. And can we talk about the ice sculpture fucking rose, Dan? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Oh, and so, rose quotient update. Yes. That gives Rachel a final rose quotient for the season of 1.55 repeating. That's really good, isn't it? Really good job, that Rachel. Is Love you. still Your second team. best for the season. Who's first? Sarah. Ew. I know. Weird. (laughs) So then Clayton calls Gabby, and Gabby says that she can't accept the rose. And if she says, do you want to walk me out? I love this from her. I love this. Love this from her. And she attempts, (laughs) she attempts to leave. Clayton convinces her to stay. Even though he said he'll respect their decision if they leave. <laughs> so. Sorry. Uh, Gabby stays. And it's just the best part of the episode by far is when Gabby comes back and Rachel's like, oh, my- thank God. <laughs> thank and God. like props to Gabby for the first thing she does when she walks in is apologize to Rachel for wasting her time. Like, yes. <laughs> like everything. Oh my god. I love it. Yeah, because Rachel's freaking out. Rachel's like, oh, what? So I'm the only one here by default? And that's And then, how... like, he leaves me out here alone just standing here? You literally such a slap in the face. Such a slap in the face. So eventually, he gets Gabby to come back, and he offers Gabby the rose, and she accepts it. And then they're talking, and they're like, I... Rachel, <laughs> Clayton's like, I just, I don't feel like it's even appropriate to cheers. I just... And then someone is like, oh, well, let's just cheers to like following our heart or something like that. I'm uh, mourning. I'm in mourning. <laughs> so uh, Gabby ends the season with a rose quotient of 4.3 repeating. Uh, that is still only good enough for seventh this season. Wow. So who are our top five? Uh, in fifth place is Eliza with 3.2. Sorry, no, sorry. Whoops, this didn't update correctly. Okay. In fifth place with 2.29 is Serene. In fourth place with 2.1 repeating is Susie. In third place with 1.83 repeating is Teddy. Rachel has 1.5 repeating and is in second. And Sarah has 1.3 repeating and is in first. Because that is what happens when you get three zero-point roses and two first flowers. Wow. Wow. Yeah, pretty impressive. Good job, Sarah. So, it's the next day. 
and Clayton goes to visit his family. He's so happy. Who wouldn't be? Um, After you manipulated women into staying to pretend to date you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're also at an Airbnb. We can't forget that. Shout out oh, to yes. Airbnb. Okay. So, okay. I just need to say something. So there's been talk like, oh, like this was fake. This was just an ad. What I th- like, I think Gore said, oh, there's no way that they let them choose their own Airbnb, blah, 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 blah. Okay. This is how I'm almost sure that it went. They, you know, the bachelor likes to get stuff for as cheap as possible. So they contacted Airbnb and said, hey, can we have a budget to have an Airbnb? And we'll mention it on the episode. They said, sure. They let his parents actually pick it out. I do believe that they actually picked out their Airbnb. They said, this is the location. This is the budget. Pick something that you like. And that's what, and then Airbnb paid for it. They comped it. And then they mentioned it. That's, that's just like the easiest explanation to me. I just want to say that's obvious. I think that's the most confusing. I just was so confused when Clues was going off like there's no way that they let them this was place and I'm like dude Airbnb probably just like you know or just like picked a place and be like we'll comp it like it happens all the time it's so weird. Anyway. Okay so when they shit on Clayton to himself Mm -hmm. his mom's wearing pink along with a scarf that looks so itchy. I hate her I hate the scarves. (laughs) <laughs> my mom also wears scarves and i'm just like please stop but the and second mine. one i believe i think it's the boomer mom thing yes clayton sits down with his parents and explains how he fucked everything up and his parents are like oh yes indeed it does sound like you fucked everything up and he's like yeah so you know like ask the hard questions but also these women are going through a lot right now <laughs> i'm not gonna actually pick them so like be gentle don't be too hard i didn't yeah. think that was very clear until no the i don't think they picked up what he was putting down like at all they were like are you fuck what did you do they're still stuck on point a and he's already at point b yeah and they understood it this. as hey i really effed with these women's emotions can you grovel with them to help me get them back yes. and he was like so these women are here and they're not who i wanted um but like I convinced them to stay anyway, but like we're still going for that Hail Mary. I hate it. I hate it. Also, so, side note, shout out to Clayton's parents, uh Mama and Papa Eckerton. What's that? Eckerd. I think his mom's name is Kelly. I found that out three minutes ago. All right, Kelly. Oh, what's yeah. Dad's name. We got no, Dad's name. Dad. Mr. Clayton's Kelly. dad. Mr. Mr. Clinton's dad and Kelly, shout out to y'all for holding your son accountable and really trying with him. Um, Especially Clayton's dad. You're an icon, sir. I know. It's so easy to make excuses for your kids, especially in this, like, super stressful environment. And they were just like, yeah, sounds like you you are a dumbass, huh? Loved it. It was so sad to me when his mom was like, well, now I feel like Gabby's a consolation prize. I'm like, ah, oh, don't air that. Oh, my God. It's like, yeah, don't say that. Oh. Like, it's worst true, part is but it you can't say true. the quiet part out loud. God, I hate it. Um, so they meet Gabby first. They love her. His mom is, like, crying within, like, 10 seconds of meeting her. And we don't really understand why. But other than that, we know that she likes Gabby. I enjoyed Gabby's answers to these questions. Oh, the flowers um, were cute, too. Yeah, flowers are cute. But her answers to these questions were really nice and a very stark difference to Rachel's in depth and uh, 
con like material. Hmm. Can you say more? Yeah. Like Rachel seem hey, this much. I'm gonna be honest, <laughs> I like blacked out this whole part of the episode. Gabby was like, you know, I think I like enjoy my time with Clayton. Like we laugh a lot. We're able to like be very like immature. I don't remember what exact word she used. Um and you know, I think he's a very good man who can grow and would be great with kids. And, like, she was talking about, like, you know, things beyond this experience and, like, right now. And Rachel was very, like, oh, my God, like, he's so nice and I feel so in love and I've never felt this way before and I've never, ever, ever felt this way before. And have I mentioned that I've never felt this way about any man before? I felt like her parents liked Rachel more. Was I wrong about that? Just because she was obsessed with Clayton so That's much, they thought that, he, that was who he was picking. So in this episode, the parents say something like, "Well, it's obvious which one you like." They're they they say like once or twice, like, "Well, it's obvious who is the front runner here, who's shining a little bit more." They say something to that effect. Yeah, and I, I thought, think it, they was thought it was Rachel. Yeah, I think they purposely didn't put in who because they want like the even bachelorette playing field. But I, yeah, I just assumed it was Rachel. I wanted to know if you assumed that too. Mm-hmm. I just think that she came in at a different level. And Gabby, who looked adorable in her outfit, by the way, I really liked it. Yes. Um, but Gabby had more of that like fun, chill friend vibe almost in the interview with the parents. Yeah. And Rachel was the one who was like, I love him forever. Yeah, like a red flag to me, personally. Yeah, well, it wasn't a red flag to them. They really liked it. So, <laughs> I think so they were like, honest. "Oh my god, you're forgiving him for his bullshit." Thank God. Yeah, it's just not good. Thank so... God, someone will actually date our son. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Does anything else help happen on Rachel's day with the parents? That's of note. No. no. Both days go well, and the parents like both of them. And then Clayton, at the end of his and Rachel's date, not their date, but they're just meet the parents, is like, yeah, so can't really stop thinking about Susie. And they're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, we just met, like, two completely beautiful, amazing women who want to be with you. And you're sitting here talking about how you wish you could introduce us to the bitch that doesn't want you? Shut the fuck up. What is like they are seriously like what is wrong with you Clayton and he's like but I stopped talking and they're like she left she doesn't like you move on and he's like but maybe a conversation they're like she hates you just move on just stop it truly they tried to save him but no Clayton is intent on self sabotaging thinking about every no one but himself yes He's like, but I might be stressed if Susie doesn't love me. So I think I'm just going to go pursue that. And if that I'm doesn't fine. go, then I think I'm going to head out. So finally, he gets his brother to say, well, I guess if you're so obsessed with this girl, you should just go get her. Follow your heart or whatever. Clayton's like, thank you. Finally, that's, that's what I like to hear. How long do you think this conversation actually was? An hour. Mm-hmm. Or more. Like, I, I really do think they were like, you're a fucking idiot, and they're trying to save him as best as they can, and it's just not working. And they just, He's like, gave so up. Dumb. Yeah. 
They're like, fine, if you're fucking obsessed with her, then just then, then go finish it. Get your clothes Fucking do it, bro. Yeah, so in this part, Jesse goes to Susie's room and is like, yo, Clayton wants to talk to you and you got nothing else to do for seven days. So do you want to do that? And then they talk and Clayton's like, come on, if you walk away, I'll lose everything. And I'm like, dude, didn't you say you were good to lose everything? <laughs> Like three seconds ago, when you no. were going after Susie, he's like, "I'm willing to lose everything for you, and if you don't be with me, I will lose everything because of you." <laughs> I'm like, oh, "Go fuck yourself, dude! I hate you." Yeah, but they're basically like, "Hey, Susie, so you can go meet with Clayton, or you can stay in this um dark, cold room in Iceland for another six days." So well, it's really yeah, up then, to like- you. Literally, isn't he talking to his family and she just shows up and she's like, um, hi, Clayton, can we please talk not here? Thanks. Yeah, so they set up a meet the parents date for Susie as if that is even appropriate or helpful in the moment at all. Yeah. No. So they show, so this is the next episode. So are we on the next episode? Yes. Next episode. All right. Okay. So yes so this is the next day and they've set up the stupid meet the parent dates for Susie, and the parents are just like i doubt she's even gonna come or that if she does come that things are gonna work out i doubt it and then we hear a knock 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 Susie comes into the airbnb (laughs) and they give handshakes they give hugs the dad offers to take her coat and she's like um actually like clayton do you want to like go talk outside away from your family first i'm willing to bet you like at least twenty dollars that they told her he was there by himself or that she wasn't like going or that she just got this was supposed to be the first convo convo with him yeah oh my god yeah but it's just so awkward because it looks like she leaves without saying goodbye to his parents anyway I'm like that is just like that would not be a great first impression. <laughs> it's so fucked. So they go outside and what do they talk about? Nothing productive in my opinion. Susie's like you really humiliated me and made me feel that I was really in the wrong. And Clayton's like I am so sorry that you feel that way. You listeners, she's like, if you're listening. Take a shot every time Clayton says that. You'll die, but it'll be worth it. Yeah. I'm sorry. It'll be glorious death. Yeah. So their conversation ends on a very ambiguous note. That's just like things haven't gotten resolved, but things seem to be better. There seems to be a possibility that something could happen. They say their goodbyes. And then we get the next day. So Clayton's like, because my love is with her. It can't be with Rachel or Gabby. And I was like, girl, we know. We tried to tell you. Your parents tried to tell you. Gabby and Rachel tried to tell you. Jesse tried to tell you. Susie tried to goddamn tell you. And he's like, wow, I think that I have come to this conclusion completely independently. And I have the clarity now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good job, Clayton. So he wakes up in the morning and is like, wow, yeah, I just like super need to break up with Gabby and Rachel. And I'm like, you are a dumbass. Whatever. Y'all know he's a dumbass. I'll stop saying he's a dumbass. Sorry. I mean, he is, though. He's just a dumbass. And again, he thinks breaking up with them at the same time 
is a good idea. Interrupting their girl chat convo to break up with both of them. This was bad. Yeah. So Gabby and Rachel are talking and they're like, so did you meet his parents? They're like, yeah. They're like, did you have a date? And they're like, no. Okay, me neither. And they're like trying to figure out what's going on. It's just, they both look just stressed beyond beyond imagination and and so clayton comes in and is like oh man this is tough but um yeah i'm just you know i've decided that i am in love with Susie, and it's it's her and i i want to go after Susie. he literally and- was like it's impossible for me to be in love with three men- women like i said i was and i was like we know we told you that yeah literally that's what the women are like yeah we we are aware we are also we were also surprised and called bullshit when you told us that so gabby's reaction is everything so gabby goes straight to like an and i'm not saying this is bad but she goes for more of like the go straight to like a fuck you response and i think because she's just processed it maybe a little bit more than Rachel like I think Rachel really did think that she was still going to end up at the end I'm not sure obviously I'm just guessing no but like she did right so Gabby's just like you know what she didn't say this but she's probably like I had a feeling this would happen and you can go fuck yourself and here's my exit speech and I wish I could read verbatim exactly what she says because Gabby just she nails it again with like the oh when it was my decision you didn't want that wasn't okay and you convinced me to stay but now that it's your decision now it's just over i just love her and then clayton's like i can't even believe he asked her this he's like can i at least walk you out i'm like you need a hug from this fucking woman to make to make it feel like everything you did wasn't like wasn't so shitty like you need her to be like okay walk me out give me a hug and we can just pretend that this is okay no fuck you and she's like no you cannot walk me out her face is everything. She looks like she just smelled like a bin full of dirty diapers. She's like, you're disgusting. Get away from me. I sent the speech. I can get Rachel's too. Thank oh you, r slash The Bachelor. Okay. Will you read Gabby's with me? Yeah, it's just opening. So I'm Gabby. Allie is Clayton. And the dramatic reading starts now. I really don't have anything to say Thank you. I know it was hard to come here and tell us, but I think you were too late. And for both of us, you could have thought about it before putting yourself in our shoes. So that's it, I think, for me. Gabby, can we talk? Yeah. I actually don't know who you are at all. And I'm pissed because I spent the last two days away from my family and my friends who actually give a shit about me and you don't. That's not true. It is true, Clayton. I can't believe anything you say. Not one thing. You asked me to stay because you were pissed and your pride was hurt because Susie left. Well, yeah, I I was hurt. Yeah, obviously anyone would have been. So why couldn't you talk to us about it instead of fighting for each of us to stay? Uh, Because I didn't want you to leave. But now you do. So what the fuck is the difference? Honestly, like a couple of days doesn't seem to make that big of a difference, Clayton. Except the one time it was going to be my decision when you didn't want it to be. And now it's your decision, so it's easier. No. Yes, it is. And you don't have to, like, the insight or maybe the experience to know. Well, I do love you. I do care about you. That is bullshit. No, but, like, 
there's a difference between me with that and being in love and and are falling in love and like there's all these differences and like for me it was a feeling there is a difference from being in love and falling in love bro i'm just reading this and it makes no goddamn sense (laughs) (laughs) and that's where like again like i told all of us you were falling in that you loved us like and i was falling in love with all three of you but i realized like you can only see your life with that one person. Therefore, it can only be one person. I just want to interject that at this point, uh, he is literally mansplaining love to oh Gabby. He's such a idiot. And so she says, you sound actually ridiculous because you don't want to admit that you were wrong. No, I am wrong. I'm telling you that I was wrong. Like, all the hard decisions you're making by telling Rachel and I together that you told each and every one of us that you love us. Like, oh my god, that is such a big man. Like, you could have pulled us aside, or you could have just withheld your words. Yeah, uh, yes. Okay, we get past that. Then you do the same shit to us, address us as a group that you don't give a fuck about us, and now you're trying to say in the moment that it was real. Your actions speak way louder than words and you still can't say that maybe you fought for me for a wrong reason like yeah right yeah right i hear you i do hear you and i'm sorry all that i can say is i'm sorry there's nothing i can say to fix this everything i've done i've done and i have to answer to that and i like will answer to it um am i able to walk you out no fuck you bitch is what she wanted to say thank you both for that dramatic dramatic reading and reenactment really it really did need to be read in full and i don't know if we'll read rachel's in full but gabby's was just so spot on like i literally just like eyes glued to the television like this i don't even need to podcast about this because gabby's just saying everything i'm thinking yeah like i think we should read rachel's okay okay i'll read clayton for this one if someone wants to read rachel Okay, does anyone want to, or should I just, should I do it? You were so good. Oh my god, thank you, Merv. I think you okay, should do it Merv again. Merv wants me to, I guess I will. Yeah, I love the inflection in your voice. This is Rachel's breakup speech with Clayton, with Rachel, with Lauren reading Rachel, and Richard reading Clayton. Go ahead, Clayton. Rachel, I want you to know that, again, like, I'm sorry. I think you know you asked about our definition of love so I just want to talk about it a little when we were in Houston after you gave me that rose I remember thinking I was falling in love with you and then when you went home to my parents my mom said you're in love and I knew I was at that point and you know being here we I had the best the best date I've ever been on And like yelling, I love you from the top of a roof. And I remember being like, I hope that people can experience this love that I'm feeling because I feel like it doesn't come to everyone in their life. And I felt it. And then what you put us through at the rose ceremony and then me choosing to stay on there with you. I was the only one who chose to stand there. And you told me that you were willing to fight for this and that moving forward, it would make us stronger. And I believed you. And I continued to fight for you with your parents when I was heartbroken and telling them how much I loved you. 
when you put me in this car today, I'm not just going to stop loving you. And I promise you that when you look back at this, you will. This is going to haunt you. The fact that you let me go. Rachel, I'm sorry. And I understand what your feelings are right now. And I understand. I see the frustration. I get it. I tried so hard. I gave you everything. Okay. I fought for this every single day. And you never once fought for me. You never did. I was the one who fought by myself for you because I thought this was worth it. And I thought it was us in the end. And I couldn't imagine a way it wasn't. Rachel, I'm You didn't sorry. give me anything. <laughs> and what little you gave me, I held on to. Rachel, I'm sorry that you feel that way. But Take I shot. did feel a connection. Like, I did see a future with you. Like, I had those thoughts. Nothing. <laughs> I won't take back anything that we had. And I hope you know that I did fight for you. And I really fought as hard as I could until I realized my heart just wasn't going to allow me to go anywhere else. I can't just continue to try to love you when... I can't. I'll be 100%. And I don't... Okay. Okay. Can I just give you a hug and say goodbye? Rachel nods and they walk out of the hotel. Rachel, I'm so sorry. You gave up on us. You gave up. I never gave up. I never stopped fighting for you, ever. I know you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't, sorry. Rachel. I know you didn't. You're going to put me in this car right now? This broke my heart, y'all. I fucking could, hated this. Yeah. And it could be the biggest mistake. It is. I promise you it is. I cannot believe you're going to put me in this car right now. God. Rachel, just understand that, like, you did everything, okay? And I'm so sorry. I wish I could have found an easier way. I did see this ending differently. And I'm so sorry. Yeah, I saw me keeping you till the top two and then dumping you, okay? <laughs> um, and so this is Rachel's um, car like ITM in speech. Car yeah, like her in, the, her in the car speech. He didn't even shed a tear. He didn't even cry. He didn't even fight at all. He just walked me out. I was in love, but he was never in love with me. I'm so heartbroken, but at least I have an answer. And now I don't have to just cry myself to sleep every night, wondering what's going to happen. Oh, my God. This poor girl was crying every day. Oh, my God. Dude. Yep. So those are the breakup speeches. You you know who Clayton reminded me of when I was reading his lines? Who? Juan oh, Pablo. Sorry. Oh, he tweeted about him and said thank you. For what? Being a bigger tool? Yes. Yes. Oh, lol. I I was kidding. No. Uh, sh should we talk about the barb box? Because Tony was all up in there. Oh my no, god. The barb box made its first appearance very awkwardly. It did. I was like, well, that's person. And not like a relevant person either. Yeah, just a random audience member. Yeah, the first time it came on, I remember thinking, like, this is very ineffective and I wish it would go away because it's distracting me. I only want to see Rachel's dad in the bar box. It's don't show me anyone else but Tony or I'll kill you. The Tony box, but they blew it. The Tony 
and Re- Gabby's grandfather box. After this, just like heartbreaking breakup, Rachel gets her. Oh, we skipped Gabby's hot seat. Yeah, we did skip Gabby's hot seat. Sorry, but Gabby's hot seat. She says hi to her grandpa. They give a hug. She gets to tell off Clayton anything anyone remembers that they liked. Uh, I again stand Gabby for just. She was wearing bachelorette black. Oh yeah, she loved it. Phenomenal. Looks so good. I actually thought her fake eyelashes were a little heavy and distracted from her overall look, but other than that, she oh, she's perfect. I agree. Her makeup was a little off. I wasn't sure about it until like the end, but her dress was nice, and she made me like the feather earrings. So who knows? Maybe she's a trendsetter. We're all gonna be wearing feather earrings in three months. So then Rachel get her, gets her hot seat, and the main thing I got from Rachel's hot seat. Oh, there were two things. But the first was that she said she was so blindsided in the moment that she didn't even have the headspace to advocate for herself. And I just like really felt for her in that moment that she couldn't like tell him off because she just hadn't been able to process it that far yet. I think she did such a good job, though. Still. Yeah, she still said so much. She was just I felt like it was another way of saying like I was way too nice to you because I was heartbroken. Mm -hmm. And if I hadn't been heartbroken, I would have been a lot meaner. Okay. Yeah, I love that. That's what it was that I loved. She was just like none of these tears. Oh, was that Rachel who were like, yeah, tears are for you. Okay. These tears are not for you or about you. Blah, 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 blah. And then so good. Rips, Rips Clayton to shreds. And she said just, your actions didn't back up your words. Watching it back was just watching like the most selfish journey for love. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like it. Rachel and Gabby pretty much did what we all are always yelling at home at the TV. They were just yes. like, we took notes, guys. Don't worry. We've already we got practiced- it. We'll say it. Yeah, we practiced this in the mirror at least six times. We're fine. So the best singer that Rachel gives, of course, is that she says, hmm, so like, remember when you told me I wasn't the first first person you had said I love you to in six years? And Clayton's <laughs> like, I, um, oh, yes, fuck. I do. I do remember this. She's like, yeah, so did you say that just to sleep with me? He's like, oh, no, like, no, of course not. And she's like, well, then why would you say it? Because I felt it. But yeah, Rachel did this. And it, I was like, oh, oh. I was like, though, like, can we press him a little more on that, though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, like. Oh, she just straight know. up at the end, when he gives his reason, Murph, which is, I, I guess she does kind of press him, but and he gives his reasons. And she just says, I just don't believe you. It was Which- so great. And also the part where she was like, we were just collateral damage in your journey for love. Oh. I love that. And then like, that. oh, it was just like, these women were just brilliant. They just, they didn't take the shit. They understood the assignment. They came and just destroyed Clayton and we were so grateful. He was like, I just don't believe you. Which is what Clayton said to Sarah. It kind of made me laugh. Oh, yeah. like, you're just full of shit and I don't believe you so there you go <laughs> there you go there you go alright anything else to say before we before we return to Iceland playing cash me outside Neil Lane was in the audience for no yeah, reason they kept um, well, they needed Neil, Neil Lane needed his screen time okay I was going to say he's contractually 
probably written in that he gets an appearance and truly my, is... my parents are on board that's what they think yeah without so... prompting from me <laughs> i love it parents are in the pit 100 percent. but yeah he has a contractually obligated appearance and they probably have to say his name three times or something and then he can lend Susie receives a note from clayton asking her to meet him in the countryside <laughs> I would have been like, bro, no. Also, Clayton was wearing a massive maroon coat. Hated it. But also, what is wearing an incredible red sweater? Did Carrie, was he just like not able to find like clothes that were suitable in size for Clayton? Was that the issue? Carrie cut the tailoring budget in protest. Okay, so I, I have two points. So would you rather have this, like, bad coat situation, like a final rose ceremony that's in a very cold place, or would you rather have, like, I just remember Marissa and Riley getting engaged on BIP and both of them dripping in sweat. They could hardly, like, keep their eyes open because, do- like, sweat was dripping into their eyes. It was so hot. I'd rather the be coat. cold. I'd rather be cold, too. I'd, I'd rather, rather get, have that coat on so that I could then use the coat as a blanket. For sure. Also, um, you know his ankles were freezing because his pants were not wearing socks. Yeah. Oh boy. But Jesse looked good. Yeah, Susie was wearing a fur cape. Susie literally came to be like, "Mm, "Look what you lost out on." Susie shows up in a wedding dress to dump Clayton, and her fur cape. Sorry. Yes. Wedding dress and a fur cape. Magical princess era. She looked so hot. Oh my god, I couldn't believe it. Was her dress white or was it like a light purple? Now I can't remember. Yes, it to was both. white. Cool. Oh. It's gonna it's gonna be like that dress on the internet. Anyway. Yeah, according to my TV lighting, it was somehow both and neither. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Clayton tells us that he has a ring. Um Okay, but in an interview, I believe that they summarized on Reddit. He was saying he wasn't going to propose and he knew he might leave alone. And I was like, that sounds like you're bullshitting, sir. You were definitely going to propose. Well, okay. So I could see I could see this being true because he never takes the ring out and is like, I have a question for you. He's just like, I have this just in case, just so you know how serious I am. So I could see that. Sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, this seems like the ultimate play that they're always talking about is like, don't leave engaged. Have it every way. Get your followers. Get the platform. Yada yada. Leave with the person you like and you yeah. like. Get your aren't people engaged, but you're dating. Like the Caitlyn and Dean. Yeah. yeah, get your people photo shoot. Exactly, they had one. That was I the cringiest shit ever, by the way. It's what? it's not good. The photo shoot is horrible. Oh, it's I so bad. Like- I'm in some alternate universe where he doesn't pick Rachel and like in I'm off of the right timeline. It looks like a Pottery Barn ad in that same like cold weirdness. Or Old Navy. Bless you, Richard. Thank you. This man basically was like, Susie, I'm just asking you to give it one more day and like take it day by day with me and like give it one more day. And I was like, sir, aren't you proposing? Um, but apparently not. And she She's like, that's so sweet, but actually, um yeah. it's over. It's over, over. 
Like, she dumped his ass, and I was really happy about it, and I'm so disappointed now, because I literally said, she's not, sir, because at one point he's like, oh, I think she's saying, like, not right now, um, and all this, and I was like, she's not saying not right now, she's saying no, and apparently she was saying not right now, and I hate everything. Well, he, no, Ali, you're right. He does say, so is this something we could work on, or do you think that it's over, like, completely? And she said, I feel like it's over. That was yeah. like the best communication that's been had on this season. Honestly, yes. And it was, it was David Drew. I'm like, it's you in finally not making assumptions and asking Susie exactly what she means. Go on, Alex. Like, we all heard the story about how she slid into his DMs and he had a bunch of DMs from people, but he saw her name and her photo and was like, oh my God, I feel like this man would a thousand percent have gotten catfished. Okay, Alex, if someone thought to do it. If, if, can you explain what you're talking about? Because not everyone knows. Like, okay, okay, so there was a reveal that they're together. Right. And they got back together because right after the show ended, uh, Susie had about 48 hours or whatever to think about it, I guess, and was like slid into his DMs and they talked on the phone for five hours and all. But he was saying uh, he saw her photo in his DMs and her name and he was like, oh my God, could it be? And I just think that he would have gotten catfished so easily. Um, And also on Bachelor Happy Hour, he revealed that, or she revealed that she messaged him like as soon as she got her phone back. Sounds right. Maybe we should try that next season. Like, I'll just make burner accounts and message players like, I really want to talk. Like, I really need closure. Here's my phone number. And then they call and it's a surprise pit pod interview. (laughs) (laughs) You've been pit potted. So, yeah. So Susie leaves. And is this when Jesse Palmer gives us the eyebrow? Yes. Yeah, this was amazing. uh So... Clayton and Susie broke up and he ended up alone. Or did he? Or did he? Who is this mystery? Susie, because they didn't even say that she was going to be there to talk about anything. It's like, okay. I am so obsessed with, and I'm obsessed with Gabby too, but I really did stand Rachel and Clayton so hard. There was still 0.01% of me that was like, what if Rachel was faking her anger and is now with Clayton? (laughs) What? Just because I'm stupid, not because I want it. It's just because I'm stupid. <laughs> just because I'm stupid. Okay, it's like not my fault. <laughs> but yeah, no. And then it was Susie, and I'm like, oh, right, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's Susie. Duh, of course. And I hated it. <laughs> Jesse Palmer kind of teases them about an engagement. He pans to Neil Lane again, who's like, "Good, oh, Neil Lane is here. That's gonna mean something." It doesn't. And then, oh, did you hear when Susie was like, oh, I would be the one to propose to Clayton. I was like, yeah, girl, go. Okay, fine. You, one point for Susie this episode. (laughs) Negative 10 points for getting back with Clayton, plus one for saying that she would be the one to propose to him. Yeah. Um, My thoughts exactly. And then Clayton gets up and like gives her the final rose. Blah, 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 blah. Woohoo. And then. The real part, the real reason that we watched this episode to find out who's going to be the bachelorette, Gabby or Rachel. And, and now we can really see why they did not want to have two bachelors in a row. Because it's not Gabby or Rachel. Pans over to them. It's Gabby and Rachel. 
Can you imagine how confused they must have been for that three seconds? Because they both know they both signed they the both contract. signed their contracts. Yeah. So those who don't know, Gabby and Rachel both signed their bachelorette contracts and were. But they expecting... didn't know if they were actually chosen. Just no, it never means you're you chosen. Don't know how the process works. They have multiple people sign it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yes. So they knew. I think they both thought it was between them. And so I do wonder if they knew if at some point they figured out it would be both or it would be just really interesting to know what they were thinking when Jesse Palmer was like, it's not Gabby or Rachel. Do they really think like, oh, they actually went with someone else, someone we didn't know signed a contract. I'd be interested to know. This is the point where I was getting uh, roasted in the group chat for thinking everyone was the bachelorette of all time. People kept putting random pictures and being like, this is our new bachelorette. And Allie's like. (laughs) Well, when you said it was Natasha, I was I was freaking out. And then also, um, this is the point where I was just like, oh, my God, if they don't tell me who the bachelorette is in the next three seconds, I'm going to freaking throw something. Yeah, so it's Gabby and Rachel, y'all. And this is awesome. I'm so excited for a double double bachelorette season. They did this in New Zealand with one of my favorite bachelorettes. I can't remember her name at the moment, but if I pull up Instagram, um, I could probably find her. But notably, they did this on Joe Millionaire recently. I was about to say, oh, like, it just yeah. seems like they're doing they're copping Joe's shit because it works. <laughs> they basically really well. were like, "Wait, we can do that." And like, I'm just annoyed that Gabby's not going to get her own season. Feel like I had to keep convincing myself I'd be okay if it was Rachel the whole episode, uh, and I really just wanted it to be Gabby the whole time. So I was. Happy about the announcement that Gabby was part of it, but I was also like, well, you know, I would have been also fine if she had her own season. I'm so happy because I feel like, like we're going to get such a great group of guys because we have two bachelorettes. Like we're going to get two different, we're going to get two different types. Like one type's going to go for Gabby, one type's going to go for Rachel. And I think it's, it's and then one type's going to go for each other. Yeah. I'm excited. I just think that there's going to be a mid-season twist of someone who's like, I decided to be team Rachel, but it actually turns out I'm in love with Gabby. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. Oh, I want to I wanna um, disseminate my wild conspiracy theory here, which is that Clayton and Susie break up in two months. Clayton goes on to the Bachelorette season for Rachel Rachel keeps him on for two weeks and then shatters him into pieces I hate this theory. I say the part where they asked Tony to address it was hilarious but also weird I can't say what I'm trying to say because my wife will get mad at me because she said if I don't have anything nice to say to not say it and the wife was like um actually I want to F him up so yeah yeah, she's like I don't have anything nice to say either um during Rachel's hot seat that was that was wild and then Clayton had to like a parental confrontation I don't think we've had anything like that intense with a parent before like it was it was intense more training than rachel i hope gabby is trained enough to kind of keep rachel on track and like not let her get super manipulated by producers i'm hoping 
Well, and you know what? There's a four-month break where she can teach her. Yeah, true. And, and yeah. Hoping... Well, no, no, they're starting filming right now. Oh. Yeah. I just want to say, uh, even though there's a four-month break between this and the next Bachelor situation, uh, Pit Pod will remain. We will be here, <laughs> and we will be shit-talking. Um, yeah. Shit-talkers. We're just too good at it. Like, when you're good at something, never do it for free. So, um, we get paid in... Donate us to us. What do we get paid in? Um... Please send us your neighborhood gossip, your irrelevant tea. I also want your... the work gossip. If anyone in like at your workplace are secretly fucking each other, I would love to know. Oh my god, yes. Also, um, your money would be cool. Yes, um, also yeah. accepting money. And but to like, be honest, also drama. like, I take free stuff a lot mm-hmm. on TikTok, Twitter. Uh, follow me on Twitter specifically. That's where I talk about this stuff the most. Instagram at AllieAbe22. Um, I would like to say that all of us are currently available to hit up your podcast if you'd like us to be on. Any ending thoughts for this season? Yeah, what the fuck? What? Yeah, what the fuck? This why is why this we don't trust me? men. Honestly, I'm just really disappointed. Hashtag Please. yes. So say thank you to our audience for sticking with us this season. Thanks thank for you. We love you. Thanks so much for listening to Pit Pod. Thanks so much for the inaugural season of our first podcast ever. We had so much fun making it for you. Um, and we can't wait to see what the future holds. Ooh, should I beatbox a song for rating and subscribing? Uh, Abby. Rate and subscribe. Rate, rate, and subscribe. And then dab. Iconic. Thank wow, you. a masterpiece. <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't possibly top that. So um, we'll just say goodbye and have a have a great life, everyone. Bye, Murph's followers. <laughs> Bye, Murph's followers. Plants and queer on socials. How, it's too late, Mark. It's too late. Oh, know, okay. Bye, guys.